Centuries of freedom have taught us to think in terms of continuous improvement of an always better future. Hey everyone and welcome to the Decrypting Crypto Podcast. I'm Matthew Howes-Barbie and today we'll be diving into something that is creating a lot of nostalgia for me. Uh, As a kid growing up in England in the 90s, football management computer games like Championship Manager and Football Manager were a staple of my youth. Uh, Endless hours were spent refining tactics, making audacious transfers... And of course, adding me and all of my friends into the game via the player editor with ridiculously high stats. And all of this was to the beautiful soundtrack of oversampled crowd celebrations. Outside of just football management games, I'm, I'm a huge football fan uh, myself, or soccer for all of our US listeners. So why when I heard about what the team at MetaSoccer were building, I, I had to get one of them on the show. I took part in one of their early NFT drops and have kind of just been following along um, with how they're progressing. And in a, in a nutshell, they're building a, a football manager experience on the, on the blockchain. It's a play and earn game with all of the assets from the players, the backroom staff, and even the stadia tokenized as... NFTs that can be acquired, traded, and used within the game. Um, so if you're a sports fan, you're interested in GameFi, I think you'll actually love this episode. We'll get into the full interview with Gus, who heads up the growth side of things uh, in, in Meta Soccer right after this. If you're struggling to get your head around the complexity of decentralized finance, I have something just for you. Decrypting DeFi is an online course where I walk you through all of the important concepts within DeFi and share step-by-step tutorials on how to start generating income from your crypto assets. Whether you're interested in this from an investment point of view or just want to better understand how things like yield farming, liquidity mining, and staking works, the course will have something for you. Head over to mhb.xyz forward slash DeFi to learn more. Welcome, Gus, to the podcast. It's great to have you here. Um, Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about how you got involved in the crypto space, and then we can dig in in a bit more detail after that all about MetaSoccer. Yeah, yeah, sure. First of all, thank you for having me in the podcast. But for sure, like uh, I'm Gustavo, I'm the growth leader of Meta Soccer. But I mean, I I, I started to work in crypto since last year in 2021, and all my background is on accounting. So I have a bachelor degree in accounting, a postgraduate in accounting. All my career was in accounting, also in banking industry. So I always have like this this passion. For, for stock marketing, let's say. And for me, going to crypto is like a no-brainer decision. So I start to digging in the rabbit hole, like starting in the end of 2020 and start 2021. And then, of course, that we have the booming of the play-to-word industry. And it's something that is very, very interesting. So I start to work in this industry pretty much in the middle of last year. And this is where I start to work for Meta Soccer. 
So I imagine your your day to day is a lot different now from your your time in banking and accounting to <laughs> to moving into uh, yeah. play to earn. Yeah, like for sure. Like you know, on a bank is that regular eight to nine hours type of work, like very boring. I must say, I work in a banking. So right now in crypto, it's kind of twelve to fifteen hours a day. So it's like very very crazy. But for sure, that if you are doing something that you like and like, it's, I don't even see the, the hours passing. I just here working every single day to deliver the the best product ever for the community. So for me, it's kind of a passion for me right now. Great. Well, well, let's talk about that product. Let's talk about Meta Soccer. This was something that caught my eye a lot. I grew up uh, in in England, and was uh, football was all around me, and was playing games like Football Manager, Championship Manager, FIFA. So it caught my eye, and I've been digging in a little bit. But why don't you tell us a little bit about what Meta Soccer is, and at a high level, how it all works? Yes, yeah, sure. Like, if you are play football manager, ship manager, you get the idea. Like, I played these games for the past twenty years as well. So for me, mm-hmm. when I was digging into a play to earn, I was just like waiting for a football manager to the blockchain to appear. I was waiting and waiting, and nothing appeared. And then one day, I, I was entered to some some job boards, and I saw this open position for Meta Soccer. I said, "Oh my God, that's it! Like, that's the football <laughs> manager on the blockchain. I need to get on board." So when I start to to take a, a a digging in on the deck of the company, what they are doing. Like I said, okay, that's it. I need to work for that company. So then I, I'm starting this project for the past six months. And the idea of Meta Soccer, like it's very simple. It's pretty much a football manager on the blockchain. So if you guys ever played this type of football manager game, you get the idea. But the differentiation here is that instead of you pay for a game and spend like, I don't know, 200, 300 hours just having fun, that's great, of course, but not monetary return for you guys in the blockchain that's possible so we're gonna have all the the assets in the game is gonna be yours your property they are nft so the idea for meta socket you're gonna have the the youth scouts the football players the stadium the facility all of that assets are yours on the blockchain and have monetary value so our idea is very simple in a nutshell is a football manager on the blockchain so all of those assets that you just talked about, they're NFTs, right? And uh, so you you can own, I know recently, uh, as a disclaimer, I, I jumped in and uh, bought up um, one of the youth scouts uh, so I could have a bit of skin in the game uh, the, yeah. the other week when you did that drop. Um, but so you've got youth scouts, players, the, the stadiums, uh, they're all NFTs. Like how, how do they play a role here in, in the game? Yeah, sure. The, the idea of the youth scouts is that all the players that are going to appear in this metaverse need to be generated through the youth scouts. Okay, so the first NFT that you have is the youth scout, and you guys with this asset, with this NFT, you can generate football players. And not the football players that you're going to generate; they are all NFT as well. So right now we are doing the the the, the sales of the youth scout for the community, and pretty much all of you guys, including you, including me, I want to start to mint, that is generate the football players for all the community that come aboard to play our game. And of course, since this is a football type of game, you need to have 11 uh, players uh, playing the game, plus the bench, plus, let's say, a rotational squad. So pretty much all the people that have these youth scouts, they're going to start to mint football players for the whole community. The same thing will happen with the stadium and new facilities that you can appear in the game, like yeah, the, the Q2 and Q3 of this year. 
all of these assets, you can sell this in the game and you have like a monetary property. The stadiums will be the same. We cannot disclose yet how it's going to be, but the idea is that you're going to have a stadium with a seat to sell and everyone that have a seat in this stadium can receive some type of monetary benefit. So this this feels very much like kind of uh, on a slightly smaller scale owning a owning a football club, but in in this scenario you don't you don't lose all of your money very quickly. Um, but the uh, so so it sounds like I have my youth scouts. They're going out and they're finding and scouting players, which they then come into I guess my my team. How does how does the like ownership piece of of this work? Yes, like. Well, you- uh, depending on the rarity of the youth scout, you can find, let's say, between one to six football players. And then you need to continue to do this, this scouting in the system so you can start to create your own squad. So the idea, as I, as I told you, like you need to have at least, let's say, 20 football players so you can have like a good rotation on your squad. Okay. And uh, so when we when we talk here a little bit about the youth scouts finding the players, how, mm-hmm. how does that actually work from a technical perspective? Am I like staking my NFT or how, how does that work? Yeah, sure. Like for, for you to, to do these actions in the game, you need to pay uh, some money. And for us, since we are in the blockchain, the money that you're going to pay is our own token, okay? It's the MSU. So you guys with a youth scout and with some MSU, you can start to do this scouting the system and find players. What we are doing right now, uh, before the scouting is, is available, that this will happen in the in middle of March, before that, what we are doing is the staking of your assets, okay? So what does that mean? The people that have a youth scout, like you, you, yourself and me, you, want, you can put this, this scout in a staking system, and that means that you're going to start to generate income just by having the youth scout, okay? So you're going to have like a platform inside a website that you, with a youth scout, you can go there and put this on a stake that we call conference tour. So your scout is going to be for 30 days in this conference tour, like learning, let's say, this is like what, what you call. And then after 30 days, you're going to receive a monetary benefit. That's going to be the MSU and the MSC because you have two tokens in our ecosystem. But this is a, a very good way so the community that have the youth scout can start generate income before the game start. So if I if I I, I want to repeat some of what I've what I've taken from that back, and you tell me if I've got this correctly, mm-hmm. right? So, sure. um, <clears throat> I come in as a, a new person into the ecosystem. I can uh, purchase one of the youth scouts at the at the mints that you've done, or I purchase maybe on OpenSea on a secondary market, and I can stake that. And right now, that's via what you're calling the the conference tour for that. 30-day period, I, uh, it's locked up. I can't sell that. I can't take it out uh, or, or do anything with it for that 30-day period. Am I, am I right in that piece so far? Yes, exactly. Like if you stake them, you need to wait until the reward come out so you can have the scout back and do whatever you want. Okay. So then when, after those 30 days, I'm going to get some kind of reward paid out in the MSU token and... I'll also receive some of my players that I've that I've scouted. Is, is that right? No, the, the players gonna be after this conference too. After the staking, the part of the scouting will be like available. So you guys, with the monetary benefits that you're gonna receive from this conference too, you're gonna have enough money to do at least one scouting. Okay. So the idea is that after conference co- the tour, you can start to scout and generate football players. So the idea is that in mid of March, you can start to have a lot of football players in the ecosystem, and you can start to prepare your own squad, your own club to play the game. 
Okay, I see. So this kind of conference tour is almost like the the scouts going into training for a bit. I'm going to get some exactly. monetary rewards for that, and then in in March time, roughly, um, we can start putting the scouts out, and then uh, and obviously spending some of the MSU that that I've earned to go and acquire some players. Exactly correct. Okay, right. So, and then I guess when I have my players, I can can I sell those and exchange those and kind of make profit and gains uh, across that? Yes, exactly. Like right now, we have on OpenSea on the secondary market, we have almost 300 Ethereum in volume for the, the first generation of tickets and this one as well. So people are already using the secondary market to, to try to, to get some money back for sure. Just for you to have an idea that the first uh, batches of Youth Scout that you are selling was for $120. And we had an all-time high sale on OPC for 1.9 Ethereum. So it was like wow. 47x in return yeah. for the guy. So lucky, lucky guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's uh that's great. Well, let's um <clears throat> let's let's dig in a little bit more. I'd love to talk a little bit more about some of the mechanics of the game as well, like players, the stats, how the gameplay works. But just before we do that, can we talk a little bit about the 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 token? So I we, you've mentioned their MSU, which seems to be kind of the mm-hmm. uh, the in-game token. I also saw there was an MSC token as well. Is like how, how does this all work? Yes, MSC is the, the new token, is a secondary token, is MetaSocket Cash. Uh, how it's going to work is that we're going to have the two tokens, okay? The MSU is like the governance token, that this token going to be like for the high uh, division reward, let's say. Because in our game, when you jump into the PvE, PvP discussion, on the PvP, you're going to have like nine divisions inside the game. So as high as you are in the first division, the second division, for example, you're going to receive more of MSU, this governance token, and less MSC, okay? This MetaSocket Cash, MSC, is gonna be more for the lower division that everyone gonna receive some money, but what we expect that the governance token, the first token, MSU, gonna have a high amount of value. So that's why you're gonna have more scarcity for it. So if you need to, to be on the top divisions to receive more money, but all the interaction, the game, the scouting, the, the mentoring of the, the new scout, all of that you need to utilize two tokens. So everyone, you need to have the MSU and MSC to interact within the game. Okay, so I can either earn that through gameplay and there's going to be, it sounds like you said PVE and PVP. So you can exactly. kind of play against other players or um, just against a, a simulation. But I'm, I'm, am I right in thinking that? Yes, correctly. Okay, so um, there's going to be these two tokens and I can either earn them through my, my gameplay or mm-hmm. I guess I could just purchase some of those on the secondary market as well to kind of speculate on that. Exactly. Like if you want to purchase the token, there are free markets for you to do so. So yes, you can do it as well. So uh, let's let's walk through some of the different ways that people can potentially earn income through or profits through uh, MetaSoccer. I think we've got the one piece around like gameplay. And is that through largely like winning games, getting promotions up to higher divisions? Or is there other, how, how is this all going to shape out? Yeah, sure. Like you, you can receive money in our game, like uh, for sure to selling the assets because we're going to have the youth scout that you purchase in the drops. You can resell this in the market. The same for the football players. So you can always receive some money for the marketing in these assets, in these NFTs, as well as playing the game. You're going to have the PVE and the PVP mode. So all of these modes are going to receive money as long as you are playing the game, of course. 
And on top of that, let's say you are in the seventh division on Meta Soccer. Okay, if you are the winner of that division, you're gonna receive a compensation in MSU in MSC for winning the, the division. Okay, so all these and these rewards that you can receive in the game is gonna be beneficial for the users. The same apply for the stadium. For example, when you release the stadiums, you can put some monetary benefits as well for you to have a seat on a specific stadium. So all of these these tools that you are creating, you're gonna have a lot of ways in that the users can start to generate income in the game. Interesting. And talking about kind of gameplay here, it, you mentioned getting, say, promotion from Division 7, things like that. Mm -hmm. What What's the game schedule going to look like? Do you know that yet? Is it going to be like playing every week or like every day? Or like how, how, will, how will this work? Yes, the, the, the idea is that the PvE is that going to be you against the computer. It's like a friendly match. You, every day, you can play against the, the, the computer in a friendly match. It can be like between three to five matches. We did not uh, announce this yet, so maybe something changed. But let's say between three to five matches every single day for you to test the best formation, the best squad, the best strategy you're going to have. And also on the PvP is that you against another person, a real person in a division, it's going to be one match a day, okay? So let's say if I'm going to play against you, if I beat you, it's three points for me, plus the reward for the ecosystem that I want to receive, MSU or MSC, for example. If it's a draw, it's like one point each, and you're going to split the reward. And if I lose, I will not receive the reward or the points, but in the next day, you're going to have another match another person so the idea is that every single day you're gonna have at least one important match in that division okay and so i'm only playing against uh in pvp i'm only playing against teams that are in my division and exactly. when you you talk there about like the the reward payouts for a win for example in pvp mm -hmm. am i winning those funds like from the other player or is that being rewarded by meta soccer it's by MetaSoccer. We have the ecosystem, the play to earn uh, wallets, let's say. So you want to receive money to, from, from us to your players, not for the users. So you don't need to, to pay nothing upfront to play the games. Okay. And uh, so we talked a little bit about some of the gameplay dynamics and how you can be uh, earning income through there. I think it sounds really uh, interesting, exciting. The the child in me that spent so much of 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 his life playing these like football simulation games is is quite excited exactly. right now. <laughs> is there I, for for some people? I know in like uh, play to earn in many different ecosystems. We we spoke a couple of weeks back on the podcast to uh, Miles Anthony, the founder of Decentral Games, and they have the Ice Poker um, play to earn gaming. And there's kind of one piece in that ecosystem where you know you can actually play the game and earn. And then there's more passive, so things like guilds that are forming that own mm -hmm. NFTs and they can have a bit more of a passive stake in this. Um, maybe maybe you're an investor in a football club kind of type level example. Like, is, is there going to be some kind of income generation that's going to be a bit more passive inside MetaSoccer or is the focus all around like only those that play the game will earn? Uh, the idea right now is that you need to play the game to generate income because what you have tried to build here is a kind of uh, e-sport type of game in the blockchain. That's why we are onboarding a lot of guilds from the play-to-earn environment to our game so they can enter in the game to create a, a, their own club and play against other guilds. So our idea here is try to, cre to create, let's say, the 
the, the next generation of football users they're going to be on the blockchain play the game so of course that you can let's say you can have a, your own club and you can stream your own match so you can generate income in real life because someone may want to sponsor you play meta soccer in the metaverse so all of these ideas that you are right now developing but mainly you need to play the game to start to generate income Great. So um, <clears throat> it seems like there's there's probably a lot of layers on top and around this things like sponsorship. I I, I also saw in the the um, the white paper notes that you have prediction markets and and betting. Um, yeah. C- can you touch a little bit on that? Like how how will that work? Is do you need like a special license for this or like what what how will that play a role? Yeah, sure. Like this is a kind of a tricky part because well we, we all bet once i guess on some football match in real life so mm-hmm. the idea here is that you can put like everything into one single place so metasoft will be that place but of course there's a lot of regulation in terms of betting in the metaverse and etc so it's a little bit tricky right now we are seeing if we need to create another company to try to put this or not but the idea is that on q4 at the end of this year you may put some part of the betting in the game but you need to be like extra caution but how this is going to work? Because imagine I'm gonna do a match me against you, and I'm gonna have a bet on that, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna bet that I'm gonna lose to you, and I put eleven goalkeepers in my formation, for example. So of course I'm gonna lose. I lose the game. So there's a you, lot you don't want to turn into Juventus, do you? Uh, in this situation, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of layers in here that need to to think way ahead of how this is not gonna be harmful for the users. How we can do this in a cool way? One of the ideas that I have, like this is still on discussion, of course, is that, for example, if you if you have a seat on a stadium, let's say a stadium in the first division, in the beginning of the season, you can bet on the winner of the division. Okay, so we're going to have like a, the whole month to see how it's going to work. And then if you get it right, you can get back this money for the pool. But right now, it's only like kind of a speculation in our head because the priority right now is to deliver the game, the PvE and the PvP. And then after that, you can see the details. And for me, the part of the betting is very cool, but you need to be like very focused to not do something that may be harmful for the users. Yeah, so it sounds like this is something that is of interest to you all, but you're probably a bit more focused on the core gameplay for now. And uh, this is something that might come later as you figure out the, the details. Would that be right? Exactly. Like the idea is for Q4 and let's see how it goes. But yes, like it's not our main focus right now. It's on the roadmap, of course, but let's see. Yeah. So um, in just uh, one uh, additional question around the, the gameplay. What, how, how will the games actually work and, and run? What are they going to look like? Is this something that's being hosted on a platform that you've you've been building? Are you hosting this inside somewhere like Decentraland, Sandbox, or or otherwise? Yeah, it's going to be very similar of what we have right now in Next Infinity, an application that you're going to open and you're going to play the game. So the idea in terms of visuals, for example, how it's going to be, is that the first interaction within MetaSoccer, you'll be like a game with comments. So me passing the ball to you and you shooting, etc. It's going to be like very similar of what we have, like, I don't know, 20 years ago with the first drafts of Championship Manager and etc. After mm. that, you can go to the middle of the year, that's our estimation, to have a 2D 
type of model of game. So the, the dots play in the match, just like what you have right now in Football Manager, Football Manager. And then at the end of the year, it's not our priority right now as well, is to put a 3D type of game. But all of oh, these wow. will have an, an application to so you can jump in and play the game. But yeah, like we already talked with some companies to do a 3D part of the game. But like, let, let's see how it goes the roadmap to deliver the game. After that, let's see the, the details. The details may be the betting, the 3D modeling, and other stuff. Yeah, so it sounds like the, the, prim, the, the focus right now is just on, you know, get a basic simulation uh, visual up and running. And then maybe as time goes on, there's something that you, you anticipate could even be more of a FIFA type experience where there's like actual gameplay or uh, just more of a visual 3D simulation. I kind of, I think initially a visual type of simulation. Don't know, don't know if you want to be like that realistic to what they have in FIFA right now. We, we may get there for sure, just, just for you have an idea in terms of, of company funding, let's say. We are aiming to, to raise more or less $25 million in March. So we're going to have a, a lot of funding for the company because we want to invest in this metaverse of Meta Soccer. So we're going to have a lot of, of ventures invest on us. So maybe we're not aiming to have that realistic as a FIFA, but maybe this is something that, that, that will happen. And that funding that's, uh, that you're ideally looking to do in, in March, is that going to come primarily from NFT sales community, or are we talking about like venture capital that, that you're looking to bring in? Yeah, it's, it's venture capital. It's like big companies, companies from, from sports as well that are already in conversation with Meta Soccer. That right now everyone's talking a little bit about metaverse, of course. So they, they, the football clubs, the, the brands, they are aware that this is going to be like a big, big thing, let's say this year or next year. So we are already in conversation with some of them because they want to be part of this metaverse and they believe that Meta Soccer will be the winner. So we, we, we also believe that. Let, let's hope for it. Great. So um, let, let's talk a little bit around some of the uh, tokenomics very briefly here. I, I know that you're looking to raise some capital through venture funding. Um, how What, what does the, the treasury uh, growth kind of look like right now? Or how does the treasury actually earn income? I'm assuming there's NFT sales. Is there What, what other ways can um, MetaSoccer actually turn out revenue for the business? Yeah, right now we are receiving money for the NFT sales, of course, and also all the transactions that are going to happen on the marketplace. You're going to receive a, a percentage of all the sales, all the transactions that are going to happen. And of course, we want to put as well the sponsors. So the idea is going to have a lot of sponsors, sponsor football clubs, sponsor football stadium. So all of that's going to be revenue share that MetaSocket team is going to put for us. Also, we are closing deals with football players, are real football players as well. So all of these football players are going to go to the, to the metaverse. We're going to have a revenue share as well on the NFT sales of this NFT. I don't know if you, if you had a look, but we had, a, I think at the beginning of February, we had a, a one card from Haaland that was mm. sold out for $700,000. So that's a wow. lot of value. Yeah, it's a lot of money, a lot of value. He break the record of Cristiano Ronaldo, for example. So all of these transactions are going to happen in the ecosystem, in NFT sales, NFT revenue share, sponsor, etc. MetaSoc, we're going to have, going to have a, a cut of all of this, and you can get the funding, of course, to the operation. Right now, we have more or less 25 people full-time on Meta Soccer, and I believe that until the, the end of Q2, we may have 40 or even more. Wow. 
that's 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 pretty substantial growth that that you've got in place. And I assume um, the the treasury funds and all the revenue that's being created, how are they being used um, to back the minting of the MSU and MSC token as well? Yes, all of this is backed by us. So one part of the money is come for this as well. Okay, perfect. So um, how how are you planning on really focusing on growing the the player base here in in Meta Soccer? Uh, I, I I hopped into the Discord probably for the first time. I think I heard about Meta Soccer about a month or so, maybe a little bit more than a month ago, and uh, I, I was blown away with how many people are in the the Discord. I, I think the last time I checked, there was like thirty five, forty thousand people. There's yeah. probably more now. Um, so where what how are you? looking to onboard new people into the ecosystem yeah sure like it, it's been a, a crazy uh, road for for all of us here i am the growth leader so i'm the one that is creating the twitter account the discord telegram pretty much all this part of social media i'm the one that is handling this as well so right now we have almost 200,000 people on the social media that you have and the game is going to be ready in march yet so we expect to have a substantial growth in March, in April, May. So right now we have almost 200,000 people. And the idea of how we're going to, to bring, let's say, the Web 2 type of guy to the Web 3, to the blockchain, we have a very strategic way to do so. Because as I told you, we are right now onboard football players, real football players to the, to the metaverse. We announced on Christmas Thomas Partey from Arsenal. So he, he's going to be the first NFT player on the metaverse. We right now, at the end of February, we announced the, uh, the, one of the best football players in the world, uh, world champion from Brazil as well. You know him, everybody knows him. He's going to be as well as NFT. And we have a lot of more deals on the table from players from Real Madrid, Manchester City, Barcelona. We have a lot of deals to be closer to the community. And all that deals that we are doing with the football players, these we have in the contract. They're going to put a, a post, let's say, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on TikTok. So we're going to have all of these players talking about Meta Soccer. We had as well, like a couple of weeks ago, uh, Neymar posting a picture of a board the APH. So we're going to have a lot of information about NFTs. And what we are trying to create here is the same. So we're going to have a lot of players talking about they're going to the metaverse to play the meta soccer in a blockchain. So all of the normal, regular users that are following them for the web too, I'm going to see, okay, what is the metaverse? What is meta soccer? Let me check. And then I'm going to go to the website. You're going to see, okay, this is an NFT game. So what is an NFT game? And we, as a company, need to be ready to try to, to converge, let's say, these people from the Web 2 to the Web 3. So our idea here is very simple, is that, let's say, every quarter activate, let's say, at least 10 football players from strategic regions, strategic countries. So all of these players can talk about meta soccer. So our user base will only go up from here. And it's, it's our duty, let's say, to try to educate the users about how to navigate in this new market. Because we know that's not that easy for people that are jumping in in NFT, in the MetaMask, in all of this stuff. Like It's very new for everybody. So this is what we are going to do the whole year to try to put people from the Web 2 to the Web 3. Well, it sounds like you've got an incredibly... Uh, busy, but also really exciting couple of weeks ahead of you with the launch coming yeah. up. Um, let me just ask you one last question before we wrap this up. Uh, and I, I think everyone listening is probably going to be going and checking out uh, Meta Soccer after this. But if, if you were to kind of fast forward uh, three to five years into the future, what, 
what do you what do you see meta soccer looking like and what what's your hopes at least for the kind of experience that uh players and what you've been able to build in that time looks like yeah yeah sure like we aim like very very high right now but our idea is to be like the fifa federation in the metaverse okay so the idea is that all the football players uh, retired or they are playing right now they want to be on meta soccer to have this exposure to the metaverse also we want to onboard pretty much the the biggest football clubs that exist from italy spain england uh, brazil all of them we are still in conversation i can tell you that that we are in the final negotiation with two clubs from brazil two clubs for spain and one club from italy so like maybe when people are are, are listening to this podcast we may announce or, or not yet but the idea is that we're going to have a lot of football clubs in the metaverse with their own stage, with their own squad. And the cool part here is that imagine you are playing meta soccer in the second division, let's say. You can be, you can have your own club playing against me, playing against YGG Guild, one of the team members, or even the core team playing against Real Madrid, playing against Milan. So all of this may happen in one division. On meta soccer because we, we are this metaverse that can happen pretty much everything so what you're trying to build here is this type of esport game that pretty much everyone's gonna be immersive in this metaverse having fun that's the, the very important part that right now some some games are just like play to earn but are not fun type of game so what you try to, yeah. to create here is a esport like very fun very engaging and very very challenging for the user to try to compete so for us, in five years, you want to be like at the top of the the, the play to earn soccer type of game. Wow, sounds very exciting. And listen, if the day ever comes that my beloved Nottingham Forest are inside <laughs> Meta Soccer, I'll be very, very happy. <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny that I, I'm talking with them, but yeah, I, I, I know I know the club. I, I must say I, I know the club. I know some people from there. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Gus, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I think anyone that's interested in Web3 and also uh, football is going to be really excited to see what the you're, you're building over at MetaSoccer. And we wish you all the best for the upcoming launch. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you very much for, for having me. And if people have more questions, please jump in on Discord, on Telegram, or even on Twitter. If you say hi, it's me that I want to answer because I, I'm online the entire day. So that's the cool part of building this amazing project because we, we want to work, let's say, the entire day because it's very something that we try to, to change a lot of things here. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and want to show your appreciation, why not subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, or your favorite podcast? podcasting platform and leave us a positive review you want to catch up on all of the previous episodes why not visit decryptingcrypto.xyz follow us on twitter at decrypto podcast and if you'd like to be a guest on the show or just want to leave us some personal feedback email us at podcast at decryptingcrypto.xyz The contents of the Decrypting Crypto podcast should not be used and are not intended as investment advice. Please do your own due diligence before making any investment, cryptocurrency or otherwise.